You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I, I think anytime you have a, from his perspective, a setback like that and you don't learn from it, there, there's, there's, there's a problem. We had a, a good heart to heart. And so I, I, I think he grew a lot as a quarterback. He's a pretty mature young guy to begin with from a behavior standpoint, just how he, how he uh, carries himself, you know. Uh, does that always translate over to how you are as a quarterback? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Uh, so I think he learned quite a bit from that experience. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. That was quarterback's coach Mario Verdusco. It's the first time we've heard from Coach Verdusco since October 8th, as we never even talked to him after the decision was made to start Luke McCaffrey, number one, then go back to Adrian Martinez. Um, so it, it was good to hear Coach Verdusco share his thoughts this segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by our favorite sports bar, Tanners, in Lincoln, 31st, and Yankee Hill. Robin, you were in there for uh, the championship game on Monday night. Uh, got, got to watch uh, some of the new TVs there in Tanners. Yeah, uh, the setup was great. The The atmosphere was fun. The game, uh, I mean, I guess outside of Baylor completely The wings were much better than the game. a little bit to be desired, but yeah, yeah, all, all in all a good experience. So get on into Tanners. I was actually in there for lunch Friday as well on Good Friday with a uh, good friend Parker Gabriel from Journal Star had had some uh, shrimp um, for, for lunch there at Tanner. So get on in there, 31st and Yankee Hill Road. They get all the Husker baseball games on. They'll have all the NCAA volleyball on. It is your premier place to watch Husker games. But I want to get back to Mario Verduzco. Um, you heard him there talk about that decision. Number one, he said, this was not my decision. Coach Frost makes these decisions. Um, I get the sense all along he wasn't 100% all in that they should have went to McCaffrey, number one, as the starter last year. And as we know, they shouldn't have gone to McCaffrey as a starter last year as his game against Illinois might have been one of the worst quarterback-played games we've seen at Nebraska in a number of years other than Andrew Bunch. And it's hard to count that game um, because that was a whole different context and situation compared to McCaffrey and Martinez. Um, and he, he, you know, he, said he was emotional talking about that decision and how Adrian handled it. Uh, but in the end, I think it has made him stronger and more mature, and you sense he's kind of gristled now. I mean, he he's he's been around the block. He's taken the beating from the fans, the social media, the Twitter, the talk radio, and I mean, he's not he's not up there to be anyone's buddy anymore. It, it's it, he's kind of got a little bit of an edge to him now. Well, you know, it's funny. Somebody um, on our weekly RSS chat asked about you know whether Adrian did have it seemed like he had a chip on his shoulder, and if that was going to be a motivator or a hindrance to where you know he starts. Uh, you know, taking a negative route. Well, you know, all I can say is the guy that's his head coach right now had a pretty big chip on his shoulder when he played, and, and that worked all right. So maybe this is the best thing, where Adrian's trying to not worried about having everybody like him and just going out there and, and playing football. Sometimes that's the kind of approach you need to take, especially at that position at a program like this. I mean, you're going to get your your share of criticism fair or not in everything that happens with this team and clearly Adrian has experienced that to the fullest extent and now he's just kind of he's not going to go out the, out of his way to you know be you know overly accommodating or, or anything like that uh he's he's all business and I think that's the right mentality to 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 
be successful in, in as a quarterback at Nebraska, you kind of got to have a bit of an edge to you. And I think Adrian's finally starting to get that. Well, yeah, and I, I look at it as something that can be a positive thing. And, and it's because Adrian's ma uh, mature, like Verdusco was saying in the open there. Um, you know, it, when, when something like that happens to you, a lot of guys are either going to throw it in and, and shut down or they're going to kind of take a step back and, and, and learn from the situation and, and try, to, try to get better and, and use it as fuel to, to get better. And, and I think Adrian's mature enough that he, he understands, you know, that uh, he needed to be better. And, and I think he understands that, you know, some of the criticism he, he's received is, is probably warranted. Um, but I think he can also use some of that criticism as, as a little fuel on the fire and and he does have a little bit of an edge now and um and, and really use the whole situation as something to to get better and and to to kind of you know go out um go out a winner uh, it's been it's been a, a an interesting career for him so far considering how he started to where he's at and i and i think that uh, no one would want to you know kind of correct that more than he would and sticking on quarterback guys here, obviously we know Martinez is the guy. I mean, if he plays to his capability, he can be as good as any quarterback in this conference right now. And, and I mean, I, I truly believe that. But, obviously, that's a big if. Uh, but after Martinez, you get the sense nobody right now is just jumping out of their chair to drive the Logan Smothers bandwagon quite yet. And uh, you've got Heinrich, Heinrich Harburg, um, who's looked impressive physically. In fact, I think we've heard a little bit more just back-channel talk about him at this point than Smothers. So I don't want to say it's a concern, but is it a concern that we haven't heard just the glowing, wow, Logan Smothers is definitely looking promising for the future yet talk. And um, there's obviously a lot of time left from now until whenever, but I would hope that we hope can hear some promising reviews about this kid uh, to kind of solidify what this position is going to be depth wise. Yeah. And I think that kind of says everything you need to know about just kind of where the quarterback situation is right now that, I mean, Adrian is fully entrenched and we knew that, but it seems like there's a pretty significant gap between him and the rest of the room, which going into the spring, one of the biggest dominoes we, we needed to see fall was how that quarterback depth would emerge over spring ball. And if it doesn't get to the point where they feel comfortable and either of those guys is the clear number two, is a transfer quarterback uh, a viable option? I think right now it's looking more and more likely by the day, especially with, like you said, just the, the lack of... But can uh, it just be anybody? I, I just, I, it's easy to say take a transfer, but you're not just going to take like a random Juco guy that you know will never start at Nebraska. Well, you could take somebody that's played in a you know, Power 5 football game or anything like that. Right now, just the, the lack of experience they have behind Adrian is a, a big concern, especially because Adrian has yet to make it through a full season. And so you cannot count on him to be uh, the guy's playing every snap. You have to have a number two ready to play and carry the offense if needed. And so uh, do they feel that the, that player is on the roster right now? I guess we'll see. It's still very early. There's still a lot of time for those guys to develop. But, uh, you know, if, if things aren't where they need to be coming out of spring – you know, I would not be surprised if a transfer target quarterback is on the table. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not ready to make any snap judgments right now. You know, considering that we've only talked with the, the coaching staff a, a handful of times or whatever, it's still pretty early. But um, but you're right. I, I think you do have to kind of operate under the assumption that 
that Adrian Martinez is going to, you know, miss at least part of a game at some point throughout the season, and and you know, is the quarterback that uh, that is capable of kind of picking up that slack on the roster, or or do you need to look elsewhere for it? So you know, that's that's the question that that has got to be asked and and uh, and answered. And you know, right now, I think that's very much up in the air still. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we talk uh, spring positional battles, um, but. You know, this offensive line, I, I want to close on this quickly, guys. I will say the offensive line is young right now for Nebraska, but, boy, just eyeball tests. When you look at Turner Corcoran, Bryce Benhart, even young Teddy Prohaska out there at practice Wednesday and where they're going, I'm excited about that group and what that looks like for Nebraska here early on this spring. Well, especially, I mean, they fit the mold physically of kind of the new Nebraska offensive line, but, you know, there's a lot of young talent that I think is right on the cusp of really taking a a pretty big jump, and they have a a really good core group there that they can build around for not only next season, this coming season, but uh, for the next couple years to come. And that's where it starts. When you start developing a true pipeline, uh, we all know how much that can change an offense. Yeah. It's, they all, they all looked apart and they're, they're young and talented and they're going to be in the program for, for several years, years to come. I I think that is definitely a position group that is, it's exciting to, to kind of watch and follow as these guys continue to progress. All right, when we come back, we're going to shift our discussion over to the defense where a newcomer named Chris Kalarovic out of Northern Iowa has turned some heads already. We'll discuss that and much more. You're listening here to the Oscar Online Show.